everybody. Greg Wareham with Your Mortgage Process. Man, I got to tell you, it's really great to see you. I was on vacation at the beginning of the year with my family down in Florida. And I have, I have four kids, 21, 19, 16, and 14. I asked them where they want to go. My wife, me and my wife ask them where they want to go. Everyone wants to go to Disney World. So we're down there for a week. So I was a little bit out of pocket. And last week I was at a corporate training down in North Carolina, man, we got a lot of good things coming down the pike. It was really educational and looking forward to rolling a lot of that stuff to everybody that's listening today. Now, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold, so if I'm a little bit off, it's just because I'm battling, guys, and we've all been there. All right, so I got to talk to you a little bit about my Disney trip. What, what changed a little bit this time around is my son, Greg, Greg Jr. It's really not a junior. His middle name's Alexander and mine's Francis. So I spared him that and changed it up a little bit. I, he was 21. So you'd actually go to Epcot and walk around and have a couple of drinks with him. And it was really great. It's a different stage in your life from where they are when they're little kids. I tell you, there was a ride down there that we must have went on this ride five times. Guardians of the Galaxy. If you haven't been on it or you make your way down to Disney World, you got to check this one out, man. It was really, really a great time. And I love Disney. They have the, they entertain you while you're down there and they kind of keep a nice family unit together. And I, and I can't say enough good things about the, about the trip. Looking forward to doing something else in the near future. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the market. And when you look at where the market has been over the past couple of years, we all know that it was really busy. A lot of real estate was flying off the shelves, a lot of mortgages getting done with people buying homes and with people looking to refinance. And we've really seen over the course of the past 60 days that that's dried up pretty significantly. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people come into this industry over the course of the past five years that had expectations of a smooth sailing business. Hey, I can write mortgages or I can sell real estate and I can do all of that because, you know, it's really, it's kind of easy and this market changes and it's a little bit sobering as to having to re-engage with what you're, what you're doing. And everybody hops into a rut sometimes when the business shifts so much. And the best advice I can give to everyone there after 25 years of doing it and been being through a few of these ruts, you know, you just got to persevere. You got to focus on the tasks that you want to accomplish on a day-to-day -day basis and do it religiously, right? Time block everything. So if you know you got to be on the phone calling people for two hours a day between nine and 11 o'clock, you got to do it religiously. I don't care who you're calling. Just get on the phone and create that positive momentum because only good things come from that positive momentum and, uh, and hang in there. And if you want to talk about, call me. You know, I've been down the road before on a bunch of different times and I love to have these conversations with salespeople because I just love working with salespeople. Uh, the other things that we're seeing in the market is inventory still remains tight as we're all seeing out there. And I think that's going to be another trend for this year. I don't think that we're going to see a ton of inventory hitting the market. I think we're going to see a lot of what we've seen over the past couple of years as demand is still there. It's just trying to keep up with everything from a supply standpoint. So be patient, stay focused, stay on the phone, keep talking to people, execute on your plan and just good things are, are going to happen for you. So the, you know, the other thing that I've been seeing from a transaction standpoint is, man, there's a lot of hard deals that we're trying to get done right now. The people that are purchasing homes, we're seeing some lower price points because it's hard for that middle of the road person to get into a house right now, or even on the upper end, it's hard to find a house, right? There's still a lot of bidding wars on it, but we've seen lower price points. And we've also seen more complicated buyers or borrowers as well. And I'll give you a great example. So I was talking to a couple, professional couple. One of them is a dentist and really successful, young, maybe 
38 years old, real successful, but she owns a business and she has W-2 income. So it kind of complicates things a little bit. So we had W-2 income and the business wasn't showing that much of a profit, which really isn't that uncommon, right? So if you own a business and you have a good accountant, they're taking a lot of de tax deductions to reduce your taxable income. But the challenge is when it comes time to purchase a house, you can only qualify on that taxable income after you've taken your deductions. So we spent several hours looking, talking to her CPA, talking to them to try to come up with a plan to how to make everything work, and we were able to solution it. The reason we were able to solution it is the time of year. So they hadn't filed their 2022 tax returns yet. So we got to have a good conversation with the accountant and with our buyers and talk to everyone to make sure that our plan for our taxes in 2022, we're going to line up with some of their financial ambitions with purchasing a home this year. So we were able to solution everything. And this time of year, you see a lot of that right? Because people are filing their taxes. And sometimes you got to take a more prudent uh, approach with the deductions that you're taking in order to pay your first share from a tax standpoint at the same time, being able to afford things like cars and housing and, and those sorts of things. So it's certainly something to keep an eye on this time of year. And if you have anybody that is self-employed and you're a real estate agent out there, have them give me a call. I'll do whatever I can to try to educate them as to what can and can't be done and try to lead them down the right path of assistance so they can obtain that home of, excuse me, that goal of home ownership in 2023. Uh, some of the other transactions that, that I've seen are people still relocating from the city. So I was on the phone with a very successful company, or excuse me, couple moving from Manhattan, coming to New Jersey. And their big question for me is, where do we go? Well, that's a big question, right? Where do you go and where do you relocate in New Jersey? And my best advice on that is you got to look at what's most important to you. You know, do you want accessibility to the city? Good school systems may be very important to you. You know, what are the property taxes in a particular area and what are the price points? For this particular couple, you know, accessibility to the city was the most important thing, and they had a pretty healthy budget. I mean, their budget was in the million-ish range. So we had spoken about Monmouth County, New Jersey, which is a great commutable area, but it's still a good distance from Manhattan. It's still going to take you 45 minutes to an hour to get into the city. When you get up closer to Bergen County, you're going to have higher property taxes, slightly higher price points, but in some areas, you could be in the city in 20 minutes. And after kind of going through that all, all with them and looking at the different school systems, that was the area that they chose to be in. But these are, again, things as a home buyer and things as a real estate agent that obviously we want to go deep with, with the consumer to make sure we're leading them down the right path of assistance. Now, I keep getting phone calls from first-time homebuyers as well that are trying to get into the market. The first thing I do with a first-time homebuyer is I tell them to go to our YouTube series for first-time homebuyers and check it out. It's a 15-part series, and it really breaks down to the process in three-minute segments to help them lead, lead them down the right path of assistance. And we're going to continually update it to make sure that we got some state-of-the-art, market-specific things for the consumer so they're making the right educated decision for themselves. Themselves. Now, as a first-time home buyer, the number one thing you have to be looking at is your budget. If you're renting for $3,000 a month and that's the payment range that you're comfortable in, okay, how do we back into that mortgage payment for you? And how do we back it into you? Well, I get this right here. See that? 
That's what someone would call a relic. And this is what the dinosaurs use to try to compute what the time value of money is and how much of a house that you can afford if you're looking to stay within a particular budget. And I'm going to give you a quick example. If you're paying $3,000 a month and your property taxes are $750 a month, that's $9,000 a year, and your homeowner's insurance is $1,500 a year, it's $125 a month, that means you can support a principal and interest payment of $2,125. So if we back into that number at the prevailing interest rate today, that means you can support a mortgage payment of about $350,000. Now that's not the purchase price of the home, that's how much of a mortgage that you can support. So in a situation where you were gonna put down 20% as an example, that means the price range that you should be looking at is in that 425 to 450 range, and that's gonna keep you in a safe budget standpoint. Now, a conversation that I have with people looking to purchase a home is, is that budget realistic for what they're trying to purchase? And also understanding that there's certain other tax benefits associated with purchasing a house that will help you reduce your taxable income at the end of the year or potentially reduce it at the end of the year, which really results in more cash back from a refund standpoint. So it's a lot of things that you got to pay attention to. We're going to be doing a show within the next couple of weeks with an accountant specifically who's going to help drill down on some of these tax benefits with purchasing a home. And then they're also going to go really deep from a business owner standpoint as to what you can and what you can't do to make sure that you're paying your fair share, but at the same time, deducting what you can from your taxes. That's going to be really helpful for all our self-employed people out there to include real estate agents. So keep an eye out for that show in the next couple of weeks. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is time value of money. So Nick, our producer, my producer and I were talking before the show about what's the value of not buying a cup of coffee every day. And it's kind of a cliche thing, right? Well, let's say that cup of coffee, when you go to Starbucks and you get the Frappuccino and it costs you $5. So that's $5. How much is it, Nick? Seven? All right, so $7 to purchase it. So $7 times 365 days, assuming that you don't double dip, on a, on a daily basis, because I know we all do that sometimes, maybe the, the morning coffee and the afternoon. So that difference or that savings per month, if you weren't spending that money, is $2,555. All right, well, what's that? So what's that mean? So if it's $2,555, and that's the amount that you're saving, let's just say for a second that you can earn 7% long-term in the stock market. And let's say that you save that money for a 30-year time frame. You hazard to guess how much money that equates to in a 30-year time frame? It's $241,000 that you would have saved over that course of time. Now, your investment in that over a 30-year time frame is about 77000 so that's at $7 a day for 365 days comes to $77,000. But in 30 years, with the compounding effect of interest in that savings, that's $164,000 in interest that you're going to earn over the course of time. Interest or investment or dividend or capital, right? So it's, it's, not, it's not $7. It can be hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of time. And these little changes in our budgetary day-to-day -day can really make a big difference longer term. So it's something that you should look at and it's something that you should track and pay attention to to put yourself in the best possible situation longer term. All right, now I'm not telling you not to 
have a cup of coffee because I drink about 30 cups of coffee a day. <laughs> Nick can attest to this. Now, I switched to decaf pretty early. So never deprive yourself of coffee. It's absolutely critical to a lot of people. What I'm saying is you just want to A, evaluate your time, right? How much time does it take you to do that? And also have a dollar equivalent as to what your time is worth. You want to know that number. And maybe you're making it at home. Maybe that you have a blend of making the coffee at home and you have a blend of, you know, purchasing a coffee from a different location. So I'm not telling you to forego doing something that makes you happy. I'm just saying evaluate the whole situation. And at the end of the day, if you can still save the money anyway, well, then have your coffee and enjoy it. But it's just something to be very mindful of. You know, some other things along that line, some different tips and tricks. So how much is your cell phone bill every month? Have you renegotiated that contract with your cell phone carrier? Because they will if you've been a customer a long enough period of time. If you're spending a lot of money on gas, are there alternative ways to commute? Is it carpooling? Does that have a help? Do you alternate with someone driving to work? You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do to free up some additional cash that you can in turn save and use that money to purchase a property or purchase a house longer term. So it's just to be mindful of it. And we're that time of year where you really should be doing your annual budget and understanding what your expenses are. You know, I do it at my house. And as I said, I got a lot of kids. And I am a great budgeter, right? I just took everybody to Disney World. So that wasn't a cheap trip. But I was prepared for it, right? I knew that we were going to go all year. And you plan for that type of thing accordingly. And you know, when I look at my budget at the beginning of the year, I look at, okay, how much money do we spend? You know, what's everything? And I get a lot of overhead, right? So you got car insurance. I get a mortgage payment. I, f I have my phone bill. I, got my, I have my gym membership, right? You got a clothing expense. I got to try to look good for you guys when I'm talking to you. It doesn't always succeed, but I got to try. Uh, I'm trying to get youthful. So it's not cheap to try to look youthful. It's little things like the, the, how many times you got to go to the dentist? You know, you got to pay a heating bill. You got to pay rent. Like there's a lot of costs that go into life. And I think one of the things that we do as consumers sometimes is we don't want to look at that. And at times it's because we don't, we don't want to know, right? So it's easier to go through life and be like, hey, I wish I had saved more money, but not really understanding the kind of that micro breakdown behind the scenes as to, hey, where does the money specifically go? And again, I can't emphasize this enough. You can't deny yourself of things, right? We're all human. We only live once. You want to be able to have the things that you want to have. You know, my advice is just to understand, you know, where you're at financially and make sure that you're planning to accomplish all of your goals. You know, whether or not that's a new car, whether or not that's a new house, whether or not that's a uh, kid's education, whether or not that's money when you retire, and just be aware to have a nice balanced lifestyle associated with it. And I think we can all agree Balance is the key to everything. You know, it's the work-life balance. It's financial balance. It's relationship balance. It's, you know, balance is really what keeps us even keeled and happy as human beings. So, you know, just, just look at that and, and be prepared. The other thing you want to look at if you're a self-employed person is can you contribute to a SEP IRA for tax year 2022? So a SEP IRA is the self-employment version of a 401k. Very similar with the tax-deferred uh, growth of the money that you're putting into the, the account. And some of that money that you put in can be tax-deductible as well. You want to speak to your financial planner about that. 
But if you can reduce your taxable income by putting $10,000, let's say, into a SEP IRA, not only do you pay taxes on $90,000 versus $100,000, but in addition to that, if now you have an account that's going to grow over the course of time tax-free until you start to withdraw it in the future. So in whether or not it's you as a self-employed person in that example, or if you're a W-2 employee that's trying to save more money, really just got to start to look at that. And if you need assistance with a financial planner, I'm not a financial planner. We have a network of people that we could refer you to that you could talk to that could educate you and lead you down the right path. It's a critical part of life. You know, kind of zoom off a on a tangent about that. So when I come back to balance on everything, everything needs balance. So you need to have a healthy life balance. You gotta be getting some exercise. You wanna make sure that you have a work-life balance so you're hitting your financial object objectives professionally, but also making sure that you're not ignoring family or friends or other things that are important that give you emotional st stability over the course of time. And you wanna also be able to have that financial advice, just everything that you need to have a balanced lifestyle for you to live the best life you possibly can. So I'm going to talk a little bit from a business standpoint about building and growing your business. You know, it's interesting in, in sales, in a sales industry, you always hit that proverbial ceiling of achievement eventually. And the reason for that is when we come into sales, we're very entrepreneurial, right? You're driving, you're driving, you're driving, and then you can hit a certain level of success just from your charming personality, your knowledge, and just your drive to be able to do things. But eventually you hit a ceiling. There's only so much that you can do in an entrepreneurial type mindset. So how do you shift out of that? And the shift out of that is how do, how do I become more purposeful with what I'm doing. So I'm not just running around doing entrepreneurial things. I'm very laser focused on what are the things I'm specifically trying to do to get to the next level. And I'm going to give you one really quick. And it could be the need for some sort of an assistant. So say you're grinding along and you made $100,000 last year and you got X amount of transactions, right? And you're looking back on the year and you're going, man, I mean, how much more business can I do based on how hard I worked last year? Well, the solution for that is getting somebody on your team, right? You got to get someone on your team that you trust and that you can build and grow with to try to take you to the next level. Because what you can do as an individual is limited. What you can do with yourself and through others is limitless, so you certainly want to make sure that you're partnering yourself with the right people, with the right person for you to be able to take things to the next level and break through that ceiling of achievement. I think it's a really critical part of growth in the business environment. So one of the things that I would suggest is you kind of go back and, and maybe try to learn how to build a team or try to leverage through other people. Look at some of our previous episodes we did on the podcast. And one of them was Leadership Journey. We've done a few of them, but go back and cross-reference those because you're going to get a lot of great tips from high-level producing individuals and from high-level producing teams that may have a lot of value for you. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of story about myself. So someone like myself, I've been in the industry, as everybody knows, for 25 years. Maybe you don't know. Maybe I'm not making it that clear. But, you know, I've had 
bigger teams where I've had teams of 50 or 60 people and I've had smaller teams with under five people. You know, and I've held titles from regional vice president in the banking industry to, to branch manager and to salesperson. And what I have noticed about building teams is the most critical part of it is lining yourself with like-minded people. That's absolutely number one. Because you can teach people how to do things more efficiently, right? So you can go through procedure and systems and all of that. And if the per and smart people are going to pick that type of stuff up. But if you're not like-minded from a cultural standpoint, where you can really get along and you have a lot of the same visions and values, and you're not like-minded from a business standpoint, you know, how hard do I want to work? How far do I want to push this? Then it's never going to work. And you should always be, it should be really hard for you to hire the right person for your team and not as hard to have to move on from someone who's not really fitting that mold that you need them to fit into. So just a little bit of advice surrounding that. Just when I look at my own personal journey with it, man, I mean, I've been blessed to, again, be in this industry for a considerable period of time. And I've been blessed to have between my own production and with salespeople production that have been on my team to have closed loans in the, in the billions of dollars over the course of time. And we've helped, helped thousands and thousands of people achieve that dream of home ownership. And, you know, we look forward to helping thousands and thousands more achieving it longer term. As a leader of an organization, you just have to be sure that you're never asking from the people that work with you to do something that you wouldn't do yourself. You gotta be willing to get your hands dirty, you gotta be willing to grind, and you can't expect people to do things that they don't see you in turn doing. It's critical for the cohesiveness of the team and the morale of the team. So I wanna share a quick story with you about an event I was at two weeks ago. And it was the 20th anniversary for DeMora Real Estate. And DeMora Real Estate owns seven different Keller Williams offices in the Monmouth and Ocean County area. They're great partners. And you know I, I've worked with them for 12 years. So I was, I was at the event. And I did have a microphone for a short period of time. Because <laughs> so, can't, you can't take that away from me. So I was sitting next to somebody who had asked me, a real estate agent, been in the business for, for a few years, great guy. And he was asking me if I knew a loan officer that he could work with and build a relationship with. And when he first said it to me, I was a little bit dumbfounded because it's kind of like, well, you're sitting in front of him, right? And he followed up that conversation with, you know, I know that you're very established and you're busy and you got, you got podcasts, you have all these relationships and you don't necessarily have the time for me. And again, I, I was taken aback by a little bit and that couldn't be anything further from the truth. Everything that I do professionally is geared towards building relationships with the real estate community and real estate agents and the home buyers and loan officers and mortgage companies. So I've specifically built my team around being able to facilitate any and all existing relationships and any and all new relationships coming in. I talk to everybody. I take all the phone calls. 
you know, once we have a transaction in process with a home buyer, well, that's when I'm going to start to disseminate it out to my team. And my team and I have been together for over 10 years. Nice, cohesive unit. We all know how each other thinks, and you know how important that is. But I am never too busy to take a phone call from a real estate agent or for someone trying to get education around purchasing a home. So if you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly. And you can reach me in a couple of different ways. You can reach me at area code 385-519-HOME. So that's home. And again, that's 385-519-HOME. You can also reach me via email, greg at yourmortgageprocess.com. I'm never too busy for you. And a matter of fact, it would be my pleasure to take your phone call and see how we can build a relationship together and how I can help better service your clients. So I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to me today or watch me today. I'm really looking forward to what this year has in store for us. We have some high profile industry guests this year. You know, the other thing that you're going to see us doing is we're going to be on the road significantly more. We're going to be covering different towns with real estate agents, interviewing different businesses in New Jersey and outside of New Jersey. So please stay tuned to what's to come this year. It's going to be a great year and I'm really looking forward to it. I appreciate all of you taking the time to listen and I look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.